toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment and get centered with us. I'd like to invite you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing out that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. This conversation, we are taking a deep dive into all aspects of digestion and how we can raise our vibration, not only with physical gut health, which is very important. And if you are interested in more of the aspects of nutrition or the physical signs of gut health, what to eat or not to eat, um, we're not going to be going into that so much in this episode, but refer back to episode number 67. Um, Stacey and I recorded that one a while back. It's called Raise Your Vibration Through Conscious Nutrition. And that will really give you a great basis for how to eat consciously. What we're going to really talk about today is digestion on the mental, emotional, and even spiritual dimensions. 
I think this is really important and not really talked about when we hear people talk about the microbiome. So this is a really personal topic to me because several years ago, I was diagnosed with a digestive autoimmune condition. It was actually many different types of digestive issues and they kind of lumped it all into digestive autoimmune. And I did all, like all the things, all the things that Western medicine had prescribed. I was on several elimination diets. I did all the physical gut health types of things. And unfortunately, Western medicine didn't serve me. And a lot of the elimination diets, a lot of the supplements, although very good supplements uh, that I took, did not create sustainable, uh, healthy gut health. So we're going to talk about the other aspects of digestion, like gut-brain connection, and especially the emotional side of eating, how we eat, things like that, that will give a little bit different light into this idea of how we digest and assimilate all things, not just food, but emotions and even our spiritual selves as well. Mm-hmm. I think this is such an important conversation because, you know, we tend to put a lot of emphasis on healing the physical and, you know, that is a big part, right? We have, we have to sure. take care of our physical body, um, you know, changing our diets, eating healthy diets, you know, and, and, you know, maybe even different foods, you know, changing our foods and, and to recognize, you know, not all foods are created equal and not all foods are going to help, you know, with certain things. So we, those elimination diets, you know, even healthy foods people can react to. So, and I apologize, I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm just getting over it. <laughs> so my voice is a little scratchy, but so, you know, and that's, a, that's such a big, big, you know, it's such an important part. We have to like, you know, eliminate those things and to recognize the emotional piece, right? The emotional piece is at least 80% of the gut healing and gut health, because if you don't heal the emotional piece, those different diseases, you know, all diseases start and end in the gut, right? If we don't have a healthy gut, we're going to, you know, have dis-ease in our body. And so it's so important to, you know, start to work on the emotional piece, because if we don't get to the emotional piece, then those diseases, even if we might have healed them, they might come back because there's still the emotional component that is being recreated because our cells and our body, we, we tend, we get a new body every seven years, right? But if we're going to continue to recycle and, you know, old cells and old cellular memories, we're going to keep getting the same cells. But if we work on the emotional piece, then we're going to heal that emotional energy, right? Because emotions are energy in motion. So we heal, feel that energy. And that, you know, a lot of times we feel that in the gut, in the gut biome. So in recognizing, Absolutely. yeah, that, you know, there's such that, that big piece that where the gut and the brain are very much connected. There is no separation. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was one of the areas when I was healing from my autoimmune condition, I did all the physical aspects, quote unquote, right, you know, but what wasn't really being dealt with is oftentimes we don't realize that gut issues like leaky gut, any kind of autoimmune issue are related, if not sometimes uh, caused by 
anxiety or depression. So when I remember um, while I was in the, the height of my digestive issue, someone asked me if I struggled with anxiety. And because I think I had a fairly consistent meditation practice and, you know, relaxation practices of yoga, I didn't necessarily feel emotionally anxious, but my gut was telling me that I was worrying too much. I was stressed out too much. And so although I wasn't you know, diagnosed with anxiety because I didn't necessarily feel it in the mind. Initially, I felt it in my gut and it was like this knot sensation, sometimes like, you know, the butterflies nervous sensation. So when that was, you know, brought to my awareness, I started to realize, oh, there's the connection. And I couldn't always tell which one started first. So for some people, it might start feel more like the feeling of anxiety or depression. They feel that in the mind first, and then it translates into the gut. Or sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes it's, it's at the same time. We're all unique in that way. But just to know that one definitely influences the other. So we can't treat them totally separate. There has to be a connection of both. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I mean, for the longest time, I, I walked around, you know, with my head unattached to my body. <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> yeah. and, and there wasn't a connection, right? And, and then when I started to really tune into my body, you know, I recognized that, oh, I have these sensations and, and sometimes I might feel it in my throat. Sometimes I might feel it in my, my left eye, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of times it would be in my, my stomach, my gut, my, mm. my solar plexus, right? Because that is where we tend to store. And that's where, you know, we tend to swallow emotions and, Absolutely. you know, quote swallow or we, we stuff. Right. And so when, when we don't pay attention to how something is making us feel in the moment and we say, Oh, I'll just deal with that later. Or I'm, you know, I'm not going to worry about that now, or that's not a big deal. Right. And not say anything in the moment. We t and we tend to to swallow those emotions and they they get stored in the cells and you might feel like that lump in your throat right or or that you know that anxious feeling in your gut and you know I too at one point in my life had um, been diagnosed with an autoimmune condition and that was a gut related you know but it was I mean, your thyroid right well that was my thyroid but but still related to the gut I mean how we digest. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the gut biome, when I healed my gut, you know, and I worked on the emotional piece and the physical piece, you know, I was doing all kinds of things to heal my body. Um, but that's when my, you know, my gut, you know, stopped um, reacting and because and, it was, it was creating my thyroid to, um, you know, become overactive and underactive. <laughs> um, so there was like this... So, but when I healed my gut, that's when the thyroid issues went away. So, and that was, and that was a lot of work. It was, you know, but it was recognizing that there was a big emotional component there. And Absolutely. a lot of that was, you know, doing the relaxation, but it was also what emotions have I been stuffing my whole life, you know, yeah. and going into that and feeling that, and then also changing my patterns of not just letting things slide when I had, when something was bothering me, even, you know, when somebody would say something, you know, is this what, how 
should I respond to this? Is this something I need just need to feel in the moment or something I need to say? Mm, I love that you bring up the mm. stuffing or swallowing feelings. Um, I identify with like, I would stomach not only my emotions, but being highly empathic, other people's emotions. Mm -hmm. And there was a time when I couldn't differentiate between the two. So I would literally just take it all in and stomach it down. Didn't know sometimes even if it was mine or not, and when it would just sit there and stew and be stagnant. And if that doesn't affect someone's gut, and then I wasn't breathing deep enough, so super shallow breather, and it would just sit there and I could just, you know, feel the tensity like there was a knot mm. um, and this kind of gut pulling sensation. And mm. that all has to do with, you know, how empowered do we feel when we're just shoving down all these emotions, ours or other people's emotions, and we're taking them on that isn't meant for us to take on. Mm -hmm. So I did slowly have to learn to voice, speak my truth, ask for what I needed if I really needed help, and to be really conscious of that pattern. Like, am I taking this on? And do I need to take on all these emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really important point when it comes to like emotional eating. Um, a lot of people struggle with emotional eating. And there's that connection, again, in, in how I teach in the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda, digestion is referred to this word called Agni, but it doesn't mean just like physical digesting food. It is a very holistic perspective. It is the fire element. So like your mental fire and focus, how empowered you feel like that solar plexus, bright yellow, shiny sun, like how empowered um, are my actions day to day? And what am I passionate about? And what do I really crave? Because here's the connection. I think oftentimes people will substitute their favorite food, sweet, salty, alcohol, whatever it might be in lieu in lieu of really figuring out like what do i crave let it, like what am i really hungry for rather than just thinking like i'm going to open the refrigerator and find it uh it takes a just a commitment to just deep emotional inner work absolutely i absolutely love that question what am i hungry for and oftentimes you know when we go to reach for food and we're not really hungry it's so important to ask why you know or like what am i what am i really hungry for why am i reaching for this food because you know maybe it's personal connection maybe it's connection with a loved one that you really need and you know or maybe it's connection with yourself like how are you connecting with yourself and what you need how are you connecting with your your thoughts your feelings you know is that you know another way you're yeah stuffing that down um are you needing to figure out you know maybe there's a a sense of purpose that you've been trying to figure out what you want or you know it's it's you know, many different things that we could be craving. And it's not, you know, always that food. So recognize, like, you know, asking yourself that question is so powerful and can, you know, begin to figure out and realize, you know, emotional eating, we can have a sense of um, control over that when we really tune into the consciousness of it, right? And so I think that it's really important to just begin to to just 
be conscious of that and ask those deeper questions when the emotional eating, when you, if you're in a, a pattern of emotional eating um, or, or if you have regular cravings and, and sometimes it can be a physical, you know, thing. And, and so if it's a salt cravings, um, you know, sometimes minerals are an important piece to add into that. If it's sugar, you know, sometimes it's, you know, maybe your body is over acid, right? And and so then, you know, you want to maybe do some more alkaline balancing or maybe even like sweeter vegetables, you know? So once you get those, the physical piece out of the way, you know, really check in with that emotional piece because, you know, we're, we're not necessarily meant to eat all the time. Our bodies don't need food 100%. And it's important to give our bodies and our digestive track a, a break. Um, and so when we give that a break, then we can actually hear what it's trying to say. Because if we're, mm. you know, always putting food into it, we, we, shove down the voice, right? The voice of our, of our, our deepest core, you know, center of what we want. And those, you know, that's where that feeling, those gut feelings come from, right? We can really tune into our, our gut and, and listen to the messages it has, but we can't do that if we're always putting food into it. And so it's important to really give it space to, to be heard. I was going to say, give it space. Yeah, that that's exactly what came up for me because in our, I mean, in our crowded culture of too much information. And I mean, in first world countries, we have more food. We don't have to hunt and gather, you know, like we used to. So we have so much choice, which is, which is truly a blessing. And we don't need to take on the consumeristic mentality of needing more, more, more. I mean, fasting, which you're talking about rest and digest, we are meant to have periods of rest. And part of that is also our digestion, also mental rest. We don't always need to be consuming information either, doing a mental detox and, you know, just not listening or reading something for a while can be so healing emotionally as well. Cause then we do start to really deeply listen to those messages. And as you know, fasting has been in spiritual traditions for thousands of years. And I do think we can raise our vibration, our consciousness when we're not so consumed with digesting food um, that there is that stillness and silence and our digestion gets a break. And thus we also get a mental and emotional break as well. Yes, absolutely. I think it's so important that we really, um, you know, take that time for ourselves. And, you know, with that, we, you know, have some three, we have three tips that we'd like to offer you for a healthy emotional microbiome. And so, you know, one of those is going to be the mindful eating, right? And really connecting with the food that we're eating, right? And so when you're eating, you know, take some time to, you know, turn off the TV and, you know, sit in a, if you're, you know, by yourself, you know, sit, you know, in a place that feels really comfortable, you know, or having a family dinner, you know, but, but recognizing that, you know, to, to have the space just for yourself and, 
you know, being able to enjoy the food, it's, you know, in all its senses, like really savor the flavor of it. You know, what does it taste like and chew every bite, you know, methodically until it, you know, until you can't chew it anymore. And, you know, really enjoy that. What does it smell like? You know, what does it feel like? And just be with that. And, I think that really is really an important piece. And another thing, you know, along with that piece is, you know, giving it a blessing, um, you know, before you eat. Like, I like to put my hands around my plate of food and, and give it an energetic boost and just like energy, energetically align with my body and being with that because then it's going to absorb in each of my cells and the way it's meant to be as I am connecting with that in the utmost gratitude and gratefulness. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I, I truly believe that how we eat is even more important than what we eat. Not that it gives us a free pass to eat, you know, fast food, junk food, but just, yeah, being with and sending those blessings. I always say, especially if I go to questionable restaurants, if I'm stuck somewhere, I'm like, I bless my food. <laughs> because mm -hmm. we don't know who's preparing it and their emotional yeah. state and yeah. we are energetic beings and we you know we absorb <laughs> and take in the energy of food and others uh so yes absolutely mindful eating is key um the second tip to a healthy emotional microbiome is really we mentioned connecting to your solar plexus so at your navel center this is one of the chakras in yoga this vortices or wheels of energy and when we breathe deep into this area we expand and light up this energy it is meant to be a yellow color like the bright sun and really tune into those messages there most of us, we don't breathe deep enough, especially before we eat or if we're in a hurry and shoving food in really quickly. It's slowing down, like we mentioned, mindful eating, and then really connecting and assimilating that food. That's what really that solar plexus is meant to do, is to assimilate all the energy of the, yes, the actual nutrition of the food, but then also all of the emotions and things that we also take in as we are eating. And so that's a great way. Remember to breathe deep, tune into those messages of the solar plexus. And, and the then- reckon to recognize though too that you know our bodies are always speaking with us and so Absolutely. you know if you get quiet enough you will you will hear those messages coming through yeah and so and the third tip for you is really tuning into the feeling of empowerment so this is your power center yeah and so you know, what does empowered feel like to you in your body? When's the last time you felt empowerment? Remember that time. And, you know, even if it was a long time ago, or maybe it was yesterday, but feel that connect with that memory and bring that back into your, to your solar plexus and allow that feeling to grow and just be with that because you want that feeling to grow strong within that center. And you might even imagine a golden yellow light coming in through the top of your head and into that. And this is already a yellow, yellow um, center. Um, I like to bring in that light and it cleanses that space and then allows it to grow even brighter and brighter yellow in that feeling of empowerment and just being with that and allow that 
that just to shine out and, and shine within. And that is, you know, where you can move forward from. So being with that and allow yourself to embody that feeling. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So quick recap, three tips to a healthy emotional microbiome. First one, mindful eating with blessings and gratitude. Second one, connect to your solar plexus, really breathe deep and tune into the messages that are there. And then bringing in feelings of empowerment, however you'd like to do that. I also like to do that with physical movement of my body and just feeling the strength within my body as well. So take these to heart. Uh, so your next meal, whenever it arrives, maybe it's right now as you're listening to this podcast, uh, but really tune in to your uh, emotional microbiome. And we would love to hear from you as our listeners. Um, how is that going for you? And what are areas that you feel like where you could grow personally and spiritually? Uh, let us know. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. I'm Brenda Carey, and as a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. My website is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacey Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. You can find out more about my work, my book, and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. Please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5 55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.